I get a text from my friend Doug. Hey, you're going to speak. Ah, <laughs> uh, no. Of course, God settles that real fast and says, you know what? You're going to be fine. I got some stuff for you. Here, write these words down because there's two people in here that he gave me words for a week and a half ago. One is for you. What's your name? Sheena? Shannon. Shannon? Okay. Um, I'm going to grab this because I wrote it down and I don't want to mess this up because God gave me this for you and I want to share this with you. And I'll give you this too to take with you. He titled it for, my, for me to catch it, The Lady with the Smile. He says, you know, I'm going to need Kleenex because I'm an, I, f I get filled up fast and he lets me enjoy the pleasure. So I will need that, trust me. Um, he said, um, when you smile, the heavens light up. You carry an anointing to brighten a room when you enter it. The enemy has tried to take that away from you a few times. But God, it always wins. In your rough times, the angels watch in anticipation of the direction and victory you will receive through God. You are his, and the enemy knows that. Truly walk in the authority he's given you. Um, I found it real interesting whenever I was sitting there seeking God, just going, okay, God, what do you want me to share on this morning? Because there's so many things we could talk about. Um, Doug kind of gave me a little freak out before I came here and said there was going to be a couple of guests, and they're not here, so that's relieving. <laughs> um, I forgot to tell you. <laughs> that's fine, that's fine. Um, whew. I'm going to ask a question of the, everybody here, and I want us to share with each other a few things that comes to mind. Um, there's a famous quote or phrase that's said in a movie that I'm sure everybody has seen, and it comes from a little caterpillar sitting on a mushroom. And he says, who are you? Okay? I want to take a second. I want to have you guys share with each other, who are you? Tell the person next to you, who are you? Who are you? If somebody walks up, if I walk up to you, hi, who are you? Huh? I'm Brad. Brad, pleasure to meet you. All right, so what are some of the things we heard? I heard from the shelter here, this is Brad. Okay? <laughs> what did you hear from your wife? She, the first thing she said, the first thing, she, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the first thing uh, that came to her mind was she is light. She is what? Light. Light. Okay. What about you? Uh, I am a child of God. Okay. How about you? My mother. Okay. Either one of you. 
Okay. <laughs> no, 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 this is good. This is good. What about you? What did you hear? Okay. Yes. See? See, and none of, none of these are wrong, but these are our worldly identities, except for child of God. That is who we are. Now, I had the opportunity some years ago to have a mentor, a friend of mine, speak into my life and really show me um, who I was. Uh, a little bit about myself. Um, I'm looking through my notes here because they're not helping me one bit. Uh, a little bit about myself. Most of my life, I spent a lot of time being something for everybody else. Um, I was that guy that you'd call me in the last minute, hey, my car's broken down on the side of the freeway. No problem, I'll be there in five minutes because I wanted to be their friend, their mechanic, their help. Um, hey, man, I'm downtown and I've drunk too much and I need a ride. Two o'clock in the morning, I'm getting out of bed, driving down, going to pick someone up. You know, hey, man, you got an extra 20 bucks? I need to put some gas in my car. I was always somebody for somebody else trying to make a name for myself. Um, and it was never satisfying. There were times where, you know, I would go through phases in life where, oh, you know what, I'm going to get into the hot rod scene or I'm going to get into the, the four-wheel drive scene. And I was always trying to make my identity myself, not realizing that I got no control over it because I've been predestined with an identity but I just didn't know what it was. Um, shortly after beginning my walk with God, my identity was something that I was, still, was still unclear to me. Then had this opportunity to go to a conference, and the Holy Spirit really just kind of laid me on my face and tore everything that the world had put on me. Um, I, little transparency, I grew up in a very rough, broken home. So worthless, not, not wanted, gay, um, an embarrassment. These were all things that were spoken over me by my father. So never knowing what I was and trying to fill that spot as my identity in the world was a tough one for me. So when I got this revelation, it really shifted who I was and gave me a foundation. We had sang a song earlier um, and I was trying to look up the words, and it spoke about who God is, and it pr proclaims exactly who he is. Um, one of the things that, I'm going to open my phone here because I didn't want to bring up the big book. Um, one of the scriptures that came to mind when we were reading that, in the very beginning of time, God put a stamp on everybody. He said, then God said, make us, or excuse me, let us make Mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish of the sea, the birds of the sky, over the livestock and of all the animals and all the creatures that move on the ground. And God created mankind in his own image. So I'm a child of God, right? I'm a child of God. That's who we all are. We're all children of God. Now, I know it's common that we will, st we, we like to stumble in that identity. 
We let the enemy get in and distract us. You know, oh, I lost that job. Now I'm jobless. Nope. I've got more free time to spend with God because I know he's going to provide because I'm his child. Right? Man, my girlfriend broke up with me. Guess what? You got more time to spend with God. He's going to love you even more than he already does. Now fathom that. So the identity, knowing who you are in Christ is very important. Um, there's one scripture that shows us in 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 5, 16 through 21. I'm going to read this real quick. It says, so from now on, on regard, no one from a worldly point of view, though we once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. So if you think about that, if you are in Christ, the new creation has come. So you're no longer what you thought you were in the world. You're now a new creation. The old is gone. The new is here. So what you've done in your past is dead. It's gone. It's all in the new. All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. 19, that God has reconciled the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them, and he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. 20 says, we are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God, excuse me, as though God were making his appeal through us. Now I heard, was it Chris, was it you this morning that was praying about walking out and speaking and being ambassadors for Christ? I mean, that just confirmation on what he's been sharing with us. Um, we implore on you, Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Now, you look at those scriptures and all it does is proclaim godliness, complete connection with God. Nothing that shares, nothing of the world, none of that stuff that you're, you're inadequate. You're not enough for that promotion. You're not enough for that person. There's none of that. You are completely reconciled before God and given credibility. Um, there's another word I was given, and I was reading it this morning. Now I've got to find my notes here. These are all over. The, um, what he gave me for this person was very unique, um, and I don't know... set these over here when he gave me this word he said there was a guy at a blue collared shirt but it's not a blue collared shirt there's a reason I came up to you Brad because God gave me something for you just after I had something for Shannon sitting there a week and a half ago and God says I know it's tough but keep moving forward I have ordained your steps and where you will and are going you will see me in every aspect of this journey. At this time, you, at times, you may want to stop. Don't. 
he showed me a vision of a child crawling. And he says, crawl if you have to, but keep moving forward. My reward for you at the end will be more than you've ever imagined. He says, I love you, son. The, um, I'm going to share a few scriptures that kind of back up who we are and who God says we are. Um, I've got them kind of categorized here, so bear with me. This is, you know, this will kind of break it down a little bit. This, these I call I'm accepted. First uh, John 1.12, I am God's child. Plain and simple, I'm God's child. John 15.15, 15. as a disciple, I am a friend of Jesus Christ. Romans 5.1, I have been justified, declared righteous. 1 Corinthians 6.17, I'm united with the Lord, and I am one with him in spirit. Ephesians 1.3-8, I have been chosen by God and adopted as his child. Now I'm going to Look at something here real quick in regards to adoption. Say, for example, you're a child and you're in the foster care system, right? And you're living with a loving family that's, you know, they're well off, they're taken care of, and you're living with them, and they decide one day, you know what? We want to adopt you. We want to adopt you as a child into our family. And they go through proceedings and they adopt you, and they make you their own. But even after that life-changing event, you still think of yourself as a foster child, not accessing, not accessing any of the rights as their child. You are their child. You're no longer a foster child. You've been adopted into their family. So everything they have, you have access to. If they're millionaires, guess what? You're going to be a millionaire. You know what? If they have access to multiple things, in, on this world, you now have access to all those. So what is different than being a foster or an orphan adopted into the family of God? You have access to the angels. You have access to heaven. You have access to God. There's no difference than being an adopted into a family than it is to be adopted into the God's kingdom. This is what a lot of Christians do in their walk. Once they become Christians, they're like, hey, yeah, great, I'm a Christian. Oh, I can't pray for that oh, I can't talk to that person about that because they're still in that place of trying to find out who they truly are. The, uh, I won't go there yet. Um, <laughs> the, on the, <laughs> back to the scriptures. Um, Colossians 2, 9 and 10. I am complete in Christ. This next set of scriptures I'm going to go over is based off of the title I put on it was, I am secure. Romans 8, 1 through 2, summarized, I am free from condemnation. Romans 8, 31 through 39, I am free from any condemnation brought against me, and I cannot be separated from the love of God. 
I mean, I love my daughter to death. There's nothing that could separate me. And to know his love is more, just even more abound than that for me just blows my mind. Uh, Colossians 3, 1 through 4. I am hidden with Christ in God. 2 Timothy 1, 7. I have not been given a spirit of fear, but of power, sound mind. You said that this morning. I was just like, oh, she took it away from me. Great. <laughs> Thank you. That was awesome. Um, this one here I had to dig into a little bit because it really stuck out to me. 1 John 5, verse 18. No, actually, it's 18, 19, and 20, I think. I am born of God, and the evil one cannot touch me. That is your authority. The, um, I think that's where a lot of us sometimes will stumble. We get this morning, getting, getting up this morning, the enemy just, you know how he does when he wants you to do something. Put stuff in your ways. He'll change circumstances, change situations, change time frames the whole time. You can't touch me. You can't touch me. I'm going to come up here and speak this morning, even though my flesh is going, ah! you know what? My spirit is excited and enjoying the opportunity to share this. Um, who else had stuff that went against them this morning that just kind of just, yeah, I mean, it's like the enemy, when he wants us to hear something or be a part of something or get revelation of something, he's going to do everything he can to block you. Because once you hear something and you get a revelation of who you are and a new breakthrough, um, he can't, can't touch you anymore. Last set of scriptures I'm going to share, I titled, I am significant. John 15, 5. I am a branch of Jesus Christ, the true vine and a channel of his life. John 15, 16. I have been chosen and appointed to bear fruit. 1 Corinthians 3.16. I'll share a little story on this one. I am God's temple. I have my grandma. I love her dearly. She's uh, battling with some health stuff, uh, you know, knowing her identity, period. Um, but for years, she would always tell me, take care of your body. It's your temple. Take care of your body at your temple. Um, she's with, from day one, when I was about two years old, she told me that she started collecting Bibles. And when we went down there 10, 15 years ago to move her up here because she was starting to get a little ill, we walk into her house, and at the time she had this hoarding problem. And we were cleaning out her place, and she had a wall probably about half the length of the sidewall. And it was a bookshelf. And I looked at it and I went, Grandma, what are all those books? She goes, they're Bibles. I told you, you're going to be a pastor. And I've been saving them all these years. And I went, okay. <laughs> um, but she knew she was speaking into my life. Um, it wasn't until probably a couple years ago that I actually, last time I talked to her, told her what was going on in my life. And she said, see, I told you. 
Uh, Ephesians 2, verse 10. I am God's workmanship. Ephesians 2, 6. I am seated with Jesus Christ in the heavenly realm. Last one here, Ephesians 4, 13. Who knows that one besides you? Everybody says it. What's that? Ephesians 4, 13. I'll start it. I can do Christ who strengthens me. All right? That's a famous one we all should know. A famous. Uh, now, okay. I'm going to... Now, I've, I've got to preface this, but bear with me, because this kind of pokes at some people, and I don't mean it to. Um, but it's something that I want to squash and really bothers me as a child of God. It really um, it hurts because to hear people say this, it it's shortchanges them from who they are. Um, wow. There's one phrase that I want to discredit, and I hear it a lot, and it's deadly, and I've heard it from behind the pulpit. We are all just sinners saved by grace. That is so far from the truth of who we are. Because that's only the first part of that phrase, in my opinion. That's only the first part of the phrase. We're all sinners saved by grace. I believe the second part of that should be made into new creations, part of God's family. Because if you always live in that place of, I'm a sinner saved by grace, you're basically living in that orphan foster child mentality, never walking in your right of you know, heirship to the kingdom, never walking in the authority, never able to truly connect to God to where you can go, God, I want something from you today. I want something that I can bless somebody with. Um, I keep looking at you, and I know God's got something. And it's... it's uh, I'm just, I'm sitting here because he keeps highlighting you to me. I mean, like a glow around you. So uh, there, trust me, there's, there's something coming. I'm just warning you. Uh, God does, I love, I love it because God does things that are just completely out of the box. I mean, if they were normal, come on, we'd be bored. God's not normal. He's extraordinary. He's, he's unpredictable at times, but yet he is always the same. He never changes. Um, ah, I am just looking through this stuff here and I'm just the whole ideal the whole deal with identity for me um, and I want to really just bring across to everybody is when we're going through struggles the end, that's the first thing the enemy will attack when we're going through a financial struggle a family struggle um, a loss or something in the family or just stuff at work, the first place the enemy is going to try to get you is your identity because that is what is the most important. Um, if he tries to get into that 
he can take you down a notch and actually make you stumble and fall away from who you are. When you are, when the enemy does that, I, and I've been faulted for it too, where I'll actually believe it. And then all of a sudden God goes, well, wait a second, dude, you know who you are? Oh, man, how can I forget this? And you really start seeking back into him going, God, you know what? I'm going to rebuke what the enemy's saying about my character. I'm going to rebuke what the enemy's saying about my, you know, my loyalty to somebody or my job ethic or anything. And I'm going to take stand, and I know I'm a man of God. I know that I walk in a righteousness and a credibility that it's, the enemy can't take away. Now, just to, re, to keep going back to that when you slip and you go, oh, man, you know what? Man, I suck. No, no, you don't. You had a weak moment. You made a mistake. We're human. We're going to do that. I'm, God just wants me to tell you that he is truly proud of you and where you're at right now. Um, you've had something happen recently that really just kind of set you back a few. Um, he says, don't worry. There's a lot more coming for you. The uh, Life-changing. That's why I keep hearing life-changing. The circumstance that you went through, life-changing. Um, keep pursuing after him. He's watching you. Not in the aspect of watching you as God, but he's watching you as Father. He's, he's proud of where you're going or what you're doing. So continue doing that. Um, he just, I keep seeing that life-changing, like here and there difference. So I just... He's watching you. He says he's, he loves you and he's watching you. So the uh, if there is a, if there is an area in your life that you struggle with on the identity, I really seek. I really want to say, find someone that is a mentor to you, someone that speaks into your life. Um, Doug has been doing that with me for the last few years. Uh, speaks into my life when I hit a stumble or whatnot. He'll you know quick to poke out. Dude, get on the scale. Sorry. Um, <laughs> you know, we call each other out because we mentor each other and we build each other up. Um, he keeps me, hey, what's God saying? Well, if you're doing this, well, what's God saying? He mentors me and guides me. Um, helps me stay in line with who God called me to be. Um, if you don't have somebody in your life, I recommend and I highly encourage you to find somebody that keeps you accountable to who God called you to be. When you have those down moments and you feel like you're weak and struggling, I'll go to my wife, babe, I'm gonna, babe, you're good, you're doing fine. And she'll encourage me and lift me back up and remind me, hey, listen to God. Not what the world's saying, listen to what God's saying. Um, my daughter's been blessed to find a husband that does that with her. And whenever she's struggling, he goes, hey, no, this isn't what's going on. So find someone that you can actually get encouraging words and keep you built up. <laughs> I guess I'll share them. Uh, yeah, he's, Doug's good for doing that. He's quick. So what does the Bible say? <laughs> right? What's God saying? <laughs> um, we are all his children. None of us are less. None of us are more. We're all his children. He's, we're all his favorites. I'm all, one of his favorites for sure but we're all his favorites um i have no clue time frame or anything i don't even know how long your church goes but 
Just, um, I'm just standing here, and I'm, I'm hearing so many different things. Um, it's Deanne, right? Diana. Diana. <laughs> <laughs> He's showing me that there's you got There's going to be a T in the road here soon. There's something coming that you got to go. Okay. Are you going this way or this way? He says, "Don't worry." Both of them are going to be okay. So I just remember, whatever that is, when you come to that T in the road, either direction is going to be fine. So don't, don't fear either way. Um, so I'm, I'm just standing here and I'm just going, okay, slow down, slow down. <laughs> <laughs> um, you carry an anointing to pray for people for healing. God's put that on you as of about a year ago. When I heard you speaking this morning, he showed me that. He says, you know what? She needs to pray for more people. He says, and not just in the building. He says, I'll put people in front of you during your daily walk. Don't be afraid. Go up to them and say, hey, I want to pray for you. He said, you have such an anointing on you for healing. It's it's." Abundant. I mean, there's so many people that could use a touch from God through you. Um, <sighs> you see what color shirt he's wearing? Um, this is weird for me. I'm just going to get out of the way. <laughs> He says, I love you, and your blessings are coming. And I know more about you, so I can't, I'm not going to go into detail on that, um, because I know more of our personal life. But he says, there's blessings coming, um, change coming. And I've been seeing that a lot lately. Um, I'm just going to keep... Standing here because this is just. Um, uh, I gotta do this. The. Bear with me here. I'm gonna give this to you now so I don't forget. And that's the smile, that subtle smile. The. Uh, You guys, I just want to thank you. Thank you for letting me have this opportunity. Um, thank you, Doug. This has been, uh, this is for me is who God's called me to be. And this is the, really the first opportunity I've really had to um, stand before a group of people as a speaker and just share my heart in regards to identity and uh, what God's put on me. Um, I, I thank you guys. We are what the world needs in this time. Um, there's too many things in this world that have nothing. People seek their, who they are through their posts online, through their comments on Twitter, Twitter. I don't even do it, so I don't know what it's called. Um, the things that they do, the things that they buy, they, all these superficial things that they put and make who they are. 
Um, I think it's our job as children of God, heirs to the kingdom, knowing who we are, to help those people know who they truly are. Speak life into people. Um, it's so easy to just you know, put someone in a place that they're hindered because of the words that we say. So I think it's very important that we speak life in all of them. Um, with that, I know there's going to be more, and I will probably be wandering around because, like I said, my head is just going nuts right now um, with stuff that God is just sharing with me. Um, Darlene, I want to get with you later, separately, because there's some stuff that uh, I feel God has for you, but I want to share that with you privately, because um, he's got a special thing for you. Um, you know, I'll, okay, I'm going to go ahead and pray and close this out. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this opportunity to come before you and my family and just speak life. Lord, I just pray that you put somebody in everybody's life that can encourage them, build them up, lift them in a place of identity, even if they're struggling with where they're at. There's nothing wrong with that, Lord. Lord, we just want to lift them up and put them in a position where they know that they know that they know who they are. Lord, because once we know who we are and who we belong to, nothing is impossible. Nothing can stop us from proclaiming your word and your victory over this world. Lord, we just bind everything of the enemy that tries to stop this from happening. Lord, we just lift you up and we just thank you. Lord, and I just speak an extra blessing over those who are already walking in that role that they continue to build others up continue to build them up to know who they are so they're the next ones. Become the ceiling to someone else's floor. Just keep pushing people up. Lord, I just thank you for this and I thank you for this opportunity. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.